the number one Costa Rica real estate and investment podcast, bringing you experts from all over Costa Rica. Good morning, guys, and welcome to episode 109 of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Bexon. Uh, I want to apologize for not doing as many podcasts, guys. I've been running around like a bit of a headless chicken all over the country. I uh, just got back from Guanacaste yesterday, uh, where, of course, you know, we have like over 10 projects going on at the moment. Um, plus, also just uh, kicked off the uh, fund that I'm running here as well. So looking at uh, properties up there. So it's been very, very busy. But today we're going to be talking with uh, Pia Dalvit from Tamarindo Park in uh, in Tamarindo, of course, uh, up there in Guanacaste. Tamarindo Park is a new development kind of uh, on the back end as you go from Tamarindo towards Langosta. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, and they have a lot of hectares of also Greenland there as well uh, that backs onto the reserve uh, of which they will also be preserving as well. So we're going to be talking to her about Tamarindo real estate where she see gaps in the market and also kind of what's going what's going on at uh, Tamarindo Park as well. Remember guys, if you need any help or are looking to invest in Costa Rica and looking for some guidance, um, you know, we have a lot of data that we use when making, you know, and helping people make decisions when investing here in Costa Rica. Um, you know, it's really important for us to get an understanding of your goals, what it is that you're trying to do from, is this an investment? Is this lifestyle? Is it a bit of both? Uh, just so that we can really kind of apply that logic to any investment that you guys are looking at, uh, as well as produce kind of, I suppose, financial investment models for you when making an investment here, even if it's a vacation home, kind of give you an idea of what your returns can be per year, um, you know, kind of like a, uh, you know, a, I would say pessimistic, kind of a realistic and then also optimistic view on that. So if anyone wants to reach out to us, they can info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Uh, and remember, if you've got any subjects that you'd like us to cover in future podcasts, please reach out to us. Uh, if you'd like to speak to Pia uh, yourself, uh, all of her content details will be in the description but let's get straight into it good morning pia how are you doing hi good morning richard good and you very very good i really appreciate you taking the time which i know is on a very busy schedule uh over there in tamarindo park to uh, jump on the uh, podcast with us today no problem it's a pleasure thank you so much for um, having me in your podcast and yeah i'm looking forward to Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's get straight into it. I mean, you know, I mean, I think everybody knows here that, you know, the pandemic really accelerated, you know, real estate in Costa Rica. But I mean, are you, you know, a lot of people keep asking me whether, you know, is there, have you seen a slowdown the past couple of months? Is that because of the time of year? Or do you don't, you're not sure, like, we don't know yet, we won't know till high season. I mean, what's your like, what trends are you seeing? Or like, what's your viewpoint on the market currently? So uh, to be honest, um, in, in the market right now, um, there's like a small slowdown, but um, I believe the reason here for is like, just like the green season and yep. um, any like um, other, other influences. To be honest, we are really, really positive about like the, um, um, the market in, in Costa Rica and especially like in Guanacaste. Um, a lot of people, especially after the pandemic, choose like to invest uh, into uh, Guanacaste or in, in general in Costa Rica. But um, also like not only investing, also considering to live here like full time. And uh, one of the reasons is that Guanacaste is a really, really desired area. Um, we have great surf breaks, which makes it like really attractive for people that are really active in uh, in the outside. Um, there are also like over 300 sunny days uh, over the year. So it really, really last rainy days. And also like you're already like built infrastructure. And one of the most important points is that we all have like a really, really great emergency care here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. You know, a lot of people always ask about clinics and also hospitals. And in that area, you know, they're, they're plentiful. And I think the big thing about, you know, Guanacaste is that, you know, you're everywhere from, you know, you're really close to the airport, you know, whereas if you're, you know, in the central Southern Pacific, the nearest beach is probably Hako, you know, and then further down, you know, Vita yeah. or Chao is like three and a half hours away. But from Liberia to Tamarindo is like an hour. You know, it's very cool. Yeah, and then also like also um, imagine that we also have like a national airport. So should you fly into San Jose, you still can play take the plane uh, Sansa from San Jose to Tamarindo, which is like about like a 30, 40 minutes flight, and yeah. it's it's easy going, right? I've taken that flight way too many times now. I don't drive to Guanacaste because of the roads, I just fly up there now. Yeah, yeah, it's easier. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I mean, look, what beach towns in Costa Rica do you personally like and that you would invest in and why, Pia? So me personally, and not only yeah. because I'm living here in Tamarindo, I definitely think that Tamarindo is one of the most desired uh, towns and like a really, really great uh, uh, opportunity to have a great investment here. Uh, one of the reasons that we just discussed is that you're only like an hour far away from the uh, international airport, Liberia. Uh, you have the national airport here uh, uh, that brings you like to to uh, San Jose, to Liberia, but also to uh, a few other different places all over Costa Rica. So um, the community also here in Tamarindo is multicultural. So that makes like the living experience really, really fun and attractive to people from all over the world. And um, we have international accepted schools. So um, if you're moving here with your family full time, your kids don't have to miss out on their education, which is like a really important point when you, when you make the decision to move in, in a foreign country. Yeah? And um, also we are living really, really close to uh, one of the five blue zones, which uh, is in Koya Peninsula. So people are living here as the healthiest, the longest and the happiest. So that also like having this considerate and you purchase, um, yeah. I think it's it's Tamarindo. <laughs> I mean, what about other? What are there any other beach towns that like? I mean, if you would if you were to personally make an investment and it's not Tamarindo, you know, for over the yeah. next five for five years, if you were to make a five year investment, which beach towns would you you personally be looking at investing in, Pia? So there are three beach towns that um, I would recommend to make an investment. Again, Tamarindo is one of them. The other one would be Nosara and the other one would be Santa Teresa. Why okay. just three beach towns? Um, because the community over there is multicultural, which um, I think is a really, really important aspect. Um, you um, have a, a built infrastructure, you have like um, the, the first world like amenities and um, uh, shops and restaurants and doctors and all the things that, that you need in your daily life. And yeah, let's say, I mean, like the living experience in the jungle is really nice, but you also wanted to have like all, all the necessaries that you need um, while living there full time. Definitely, definitely. Let's let's yeah. talk about a 10-year investment then, like a little bit further out in a you know in a potentially developing beach town. I mean, if you were to look, you know, 10, maybe even 20 years, I mean, and you know, and you're making an investment for some bigger returns going forwards. I mean, where else would you be looking? So um I mean, still, I believe uh, in my personal opinion that Guanacaste is still like one of the most desirable uh, locations in, uh, in in Costa Rica, just because the infrastructure is already built out. Again, yeah. uh, my my preference would be like the Tamarindo area. So if you speak about Tamarindo directly, it's building out really, really fast, uh, especially like in the last past uh, two years. 
which makes yeah. like your investment again, like gives them like a really higher value. If you're also looking into the Tamarindo area, you have a small uh, other beach towns called like uh, Avellanas, and you could go to Playa Grande. And um, so I think like this area makes it like really, really uh, desirable just because you already have like the built infrastructure, which are doctors, restaurants, uh, pharmacies, international accepted schools, the roads, the two airports close by, and also like pretty soon like a marina. So making the investment in this area um, will raise the value of the property that you're going to purchase pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, some people were like, look, I'm going to invest in an area that's strong, you know, and Tamarindo is like an A plus destination in Costa Rica, you know, it's yeah. one of the strongest rental areas and investment areas in Costa yeah. Rica, you know, and others are like, you know, I want to take a bit of risk here, you know, I'm going to head further south or further north and invest in kind of more of a developing beach town, you know, I was over in yeah. Bahia Piratas the other day, you know, which is a dirt road all the way to it for quite a while, you know, and someone's like, dude, this road's going to get paved, and I'm like, don't believe anything in Costa Rica till you see it. Yeah, I mean, like, um, these are, this are the other things, like, it can get paved, the question is, like, when, right? Well, I mean, that's everything here, right? When? Yeah, but this makes also, like, you know, like, this is the really, really nice things and the living experience that you get in Costa Rica. Not everything has to be rushed and done, like, by the way, it works how, how it is. And yep. um, this is also one point that I think expect has to consider when they're moving out of the first world countries, yes, that um, things are not rushing. So this also makes like your living experience nicer because you are also not in a personal rush to do things or to yeah. get to things. And um, I think this is one of the of the of the experiences that I had here, and also like a lot of my clients that uh, invested here um, had to have to get used to. But it's also like a really really nice uh, nice part of Costa Rica. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I think the people that don't last in Costa Rica are people that expect everything to be, it's like, I want the Costa Rica setting, but I want everything like my home, you know, that everything yeah. works well and everything moves. That's not it. Like if you're, if you're a very uptight, anxious person, and you don't think that you can adjust to just the slow pace of life here, like this is not the right destination for you. Yes, yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you believe the gap in the market is at the moment, uh, uh, Pia? Um, to be honest, the gap right now at the market is um, that if you find a property or a business that you want to invest into, you have to make your decision really, really quickly, just because there is not a lot of inventory available. And yep. so if you find something that you like, uh, you don't really have time to think twice about it. You have to make the decision by the way, which in one point is nice because you're going closer to your dream. But on the other side, sometimes we have like um, decisions to make or like with family to discuss. And then in this point, you don't have the possibility to do so because great opportunities are fast taken. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. What business? Yeah. What businesses do you think are missing in the area? You know, I was having a conversation with someone the other day. They were like, "We need a toy shop," and it was just the most random thing. I was just like, "Oh wow, uh -huh. a toy shop for toys for kids and stuff." That like, oh, actually, there's one. Wow, there's you know, yeah, yeah. No, there's actually like a pretty huge one, brand new, right in the center of town, across from Banco Nacional. Um, I just have been there in yesterday and I was like, oh my God, that's a dream for small kids. <laughs> well, they, um, someone filled that gap. 
Yeah, yeah. So actually, to be honest, like here in this area, I believe like we have all kind of things that you need in your daily life. If you look for something like really particular, you just take like your 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 international uh, a, a flight to San Jose, and there you can find all kind of certain things. But as I mentioned, especially like in this area, I think you have everything that you need. And um, I think also in my personal um, um, opinion is that we are so overloaded usually. I'm original from Germany, so I don't know if you hear it on the accent, but there <laughs> you have like everything is like so materialistic and you have so you're, you're overloaded with stuff that you actually don't need. Yep. And here you really based on the lifestyle and, 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 and what you need for your daily life. And so I believe uh, we have everything what we need. Yeah, I always giggle when I, you know, I mean, a lot of people move down here and they buy these flash new cars. And I'm like, you, you guys are idiots. Like, that's like not what we yes. do here. Like, yeah. Yes. You, you know. can throw the money on the window. Yeah, right? exactly. If you buy a new car, that's that's not what you need. And um, that's also the great thing that you that you start to reuse things and not yep. always have to have brand new things and be more conscious about your consume. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, let's chat a little bit more about Tamarindo Park here. Maybe you can give us an idea, Pia. Uh, you know, what is it? What's the concept, and what what makes it unique? Yeah, so um, Tamarindo Park is a brand new development project here in the center of Tamarindo. So we are in a walking distance of about ten minutes um, to the center of town into the Tamarindo Beach. To Langosta, walking distance is about like fifteen to twenty minutes, and then a car drive, like literally like two minutes. So what makes our project really, really unique is um, that uh, we are part of our project is bordering the world famous uh, Baulas National Park. Um, so in this part, we are committing um, to only developing 25% um, of um, the complete 35 hectares. So 75% is going to maintenance nature. And so um, part of our project is the Tamarindo Park Foundation that makes sure that all the steps that we're taking align with the eco footprint of Costa Rica. So we don't want to have a bad impact into nature and destroy it. Um, our mission and our vision is um, to, to live and once with them. So all the project of Tamarindo Park is going to be uh, designed by one architect who is uh, Richard Muller. Richard Muller is a pretty well-known architect, especially um, in the area, in the coast area. He has yep. over 40 years of experience uh, with the tropical climates, which is really important because in our homes, we're using um, natural materials like a lot of wood. And so with his uh, experience, we have a really, really great team um, uh, on board. Also, um, we're going to implement permaculture, uh, regenerated agriculture, and reforestation. And this is not going to be implemented in the property of the homes. It's also implemented into the whole uh, green areas that we're going to have in the project. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's you know, it's interesting when designing in tropical climates because, you know, we have a, you know, there's a very dry season and then there's a very wet, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a wet season. I mean, as you mentioned, you know, I mean, Guanacaste gets over 300 days of sun per year, but like you really need to build that, like, you know, longer eaves, you know, don't expose wood, you know, those kind of things. Yes. Yeah. yeah, what we're also uh, implementing in our design um, is, um, so all the homes have like a modern tropical design. What we're implementing is also um, natural cross ventilation, a lot yep. of natural highlights. So you get like really like literally like an indoor outdoor living experience when you're uh, in, in, in the home and open floor plan. 
And um, the permaculture, which is a really, really important aspect, we are only working, all the landscape that we're including in our homes are only native trees. And 50% of these native trees are fruit trees. Um, Costa Rica has a really, really great earth. So if you spread the shit seed and give them water, you're going to have a plant uh, over there. Yep. This is especially also after the pandemic, what a lot of people are looking for to have their own small little oasis where they can have like their own fruits and vegetables. And why should you go to the supermarket and buy it if you can have it in your own backyard? You just come out, you grab it and you cook it. Yep. I, no, yeah. I mean, I agree. And it probably tastes about 20 times better as well. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you don't spend money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, a yeah. lot of people, how many people would you say that are investing in Tamarindo Park to have a home to like as a vacation home and not rent it? And, you know, how many people would you say are looking for kind of like something that they can use, but they're going to use it as a vacation rental? Yeah. So um, just to explain, like in the beginning, beginning, our market was more, and this was like before the pandemic, um, yep. the market here in, in, in Tamarindo was more that people are investing to have it um, as a second home and have, have it as a rental. Um, we pretty fast noticed that a lot of people are actually um, planning like to move here full time. So our clientele is 50-50. The layouts of our homes in, in, in the beginning have been um, as, as a rental home design, but um, we also open like to uh, redesign the homes and personalize them after the needs that uh, every client has. For example, um, we had our first client that is a family from California moving over here with two small kids and they had they decided to purchase a home on a lot where they have like two different structure and they didn't work out for them. So we took the second structure away, built a second floor and created a family home instead of a rental home. So um, really um, thinking that we have like a 50-50. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is amazing because, again, I'm you know involved in a lot of design of homes and depending on what the home is, building a home that you're going to live in and one that you're going, that's going to be a vacation rental are two completely different things. You know, I mean, yeah. I walk into homes sometimes and I'm like, I would not like to live in this, but, you know, I, I would rent this for a week, you know, because it's fun and it's exciting. But like when you start to live in something that fun and excitement kind of wears off and it's all about usability. Yeah. So what we what we implement in most of uh, most of all properties is that we build like a small different structure just because if um, you consider to move here, you have always family or friends that wanted to come and visit you. Or if yeah. you're working from home um, and you have the family with kids, you want to have a separate structure where you can work and be quiet and just focus on your work. So on, on most of the properties that we're building, we have like a separate structure as we call like a small apartment that you can be used for family or friends as a guest house, as a second rental uh, opportunity in case you want to come to consider it or as an office or gym. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the thing about Tamarindo that, you know, I mean, everybody should just be aware of is it's just a very strong, you know, rental uh, market. You know, I mean, I did an analysis a while back for, you know, a luxury beachfront home there, you know, and it was just incredible looking at the, you know, 70, 80 percent, you know, occupancy rates in there. Uh, I mean, the barrier to entry, of course, Tamarindo is probably one of the most expensive areas to invest into. But for that, you also get the return as well. So now what businesses do you think are missing in the area, Pia? Um, I mean, what businesses spoken, would you like to see in the area? Spoken as a, as, as a woman, I think a shoe shop. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, like for, um, for men's, like a, a closing store for men, because you have uh, definitely a lot of uh, closing shops here for, for women. 
because yeah. I mean they prefer to shop than than a man. But for you, I think there should be also something um, something built out here. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, it's amazing asking people just about what those businesses are missing, because I think it's interesting, because again, if people are looking to, a lot of people look to move to Costa Rica, and they're like, okay, I'd like to start a business as well, you know, and sometimes, yes, there is an advantage to uh, buying something that's already existing, but sometimes like starting a new business as well, you know, when there's huge demand yeah. for it can be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, if somebody's interesting in a shoe shop, I'm going to, <laughs> to be there. <laughs> awesome. Well, my last question for you, Pierre, that I love to ask anyone, if you had $500,000 to invest into a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you do with it? I would definitely invest into uh, a property, into real estate, just because um, you can use it as an investment. But then also, if you shouldn't be living in the country or living in a different part of the country, you can use it uh, on, on, on the low season for your personal use and still yeah. making money. So where, in my where, where, where are you investing uh, and what are you buying? Ah, uh, where? Um you got five hundred thousand dollars. Well, with five hundred thousand dollars, it would be definitely like in a beach town, definitely not Tamarindo, but somewhere in the Guanacaste area. I'm in love with the Guanacaste area in a beach town, and um yeah. And would you be and a, would you buy a condo? Would you build a home? Would you buy an existing home? Do you have a preference? Um, I would probably buy an existing home. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Just because awesome. for me personally, I prefer a home than a condo. And um, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Costa Rica really offers clients what the, you know, that, what I like to call a lifestyle investment, which is like, you can invest it. Like if it's all about ones and zeros, there are better places in the world sometimes to invest if it's just about, you know, about making money. But here, yeah. you know, as you mentioned here, you know, it's near a blue zone, like it's a slower pace of life. There's surf, a lot of it's outside, you know, and even when designing homes, it's like, look, you don't need big homes here because you spend a lot of your time outside. Like yeah, so yeah, outside yeah. areas are important. Ups, um, uh, absolutely, absolutely. And there's also something about Costa Rica that a lot of my friends and families, they always ask me, why are you exactly in Costa Rica? And you don't really can explain it because it's like a feeling and it's this lifestyle. So I would really recommend like just to come over here and you're going to notice how friendly the people are, how how happy they are, how healthy and like just just come over and, and, and experience by, by, by themselves. I always recommend it to everybody. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, Pia, yeah. we really appreciate your time. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Anyone that wants to get in contact with Pia, I'll uh, we'll take a look at Tamarindo Park. All of the contact details will be in the description. And Pia, have a great weekend. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed that podcast there with Pia from Tamarindo Park uh, up there in northern Guanacaste. Uh, as you can see, she's uh, she's been up there for many years up there in the Tamarindo area, uh, likes it very much. Um, I'm sure that there's a bit of bias, of course, having Tamarindo Park and working up there with investing in the area. But I mean, as I mentioned on the podcast, you know, it's just a very solid area, you know, to invest into with solid, uh, you know, with solid vacation rental returns. You know, the Barrier to get in there, of course, is expensive. You know, I mean, a two-bedroom condo, you know, you know you're looking in excess of $300,000, um, you know, depending on whether it has ocean view as well, et cetera, et cetera. But um, if you want to reach out to Pia, all of her contact details are there in the description. Uh, remember, uh, guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please give us a thumbs up, a review. Uh, I really appreciate all the support that everyone's uh, been giving. I love reading the reviews on Chartable that a lot of you have posted as well. So it gives me the motivation to continue. Uh, and we'll work over the next coming weeks to get a, quite a few more uh, 
of these uh, podcasts out and get you a bit of an update kind of from realtors of what's happening in the area. I mean, I think it's difficult at the moment just because, again, we're in September and October, which are our quietest months here uh, when it comes to arrivals. So I think this coming high season, like December, January, February, March, is really going to be a good indicator of kind of, you know, what's happening in the market here in Costa Rica. So um, anyway, uh, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast, guys. Remember, if you want to reach out to us, you can info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Have a uh, great weekend, guys. Bye. The number one Costa Rica real estate and investment podcast, bringing you experts from all over Costa Rica 